This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Thank you. And good morning. Welcome, everybody, to our show for this Thursday morning. And it's October the 8th. A lot coming up on the show today, including a true crime report. And today's true crime report will will include a Florida Man game. So get ready to play the Florida Man game this morning. We got that on the way. Uh, Monster Movie Madness. I think this is the day that one of the brackets uh, wraps up. Or there's only one day left? Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the first day that one's wrapped. Today's the last day new matchups are are released. Something's different on your microphone. I was going to say, your microphone sounds weird. Both both of you guys. Oh, yeah. Both of you sound like you're talking. I didn't hear it on Lisa's. I only heard on Brandon. Mine sounds like you're... (gasps) Like in a tin can. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds tinny. Both of you. Okay, I can kind of hear it in mine now. (laughs) There's something weird going on with the microphones over there, but... Mine sounds exactly like it normally does on my end. Brandon, can you say, welcome to 2020? Welcome to 2020. Here, listen to my headphones because it, it sounds very tinny. Yeah. Uh, yours, yeah, when yours you pull too. away, it sounds like it too. Yeah. How's this sound? Hold on. Did somebody press a button? They can you hear it on my, my headphones now? Oh, my. Oh, oh, oh right. You you can hear it now, right? Do do We sound normal, Joanna and I, right? <laughs> I hope. As normal as we can be. See, what, what happens is Brandon's studio is is the radio station the rest of the day. And sometimes people adjust buttons and they don't go back to exactly the way that they that they were before. So That was hilarious because both Brandon and I, I pulled out my hand sanitizer spray and he brings out his hand sanitizer. Yeah. And both of us are just over here cleaning. <laughs> yeah, I don't, th- I don't know that it's a hand sanitizer issue. But no, no, because no. I just grabbed her. Because headphones. he touched my headphones. They, they exchanged headphones, Buzz. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, for the time being, I guess Brandon and Lisa's microphones are going to sound weird. Uh, but but it's we'll not it it's not anything we can't work around. All right. Let's uh, take turns as we do uh, talking about what we're covering in our departments. Joanna, since you've got a good microphone, let's go with <laughs> entertainment news first of all. The Oscars have announced another update to the eligibility requirements for this year's Oscars, allowing films shown at drive-in theaters to qualify for Best Picture and General Entry categories. Well, I would have, I would have assumed that. I mean, they they didn't have any rule that said. Well, I guess they never had this circumstance before. But, right. Mm-hmm. You know, up until now, any any movie that showed at a Drive-in probably also showed at a regular, uh, a regular theater. Well, there was a time where the drive-in we have. Yeah, there there was a time where no theaters were open, just drive-ins, and then like Michael B. Jordan was premiering a movie, and he premiered it at a drive-in. So before this update, he wouldn't have been able to qualify. This is going to be such a weird Oscars, you know, because Uh so many movies got pushed back. Uh, the movies that have opened were big, but like a Christopher Nolan movie, like Tenet. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how many movies have you seen that that are going to qualify? Are they they going to count movies that went straight like Mulan? Are they going to include Mulan? I don't know. 
that, that never showed at a theater. I think the two movies that are going to sweep the Oscars are Tenant. Oops. Now that hope. Oh, yeah, there we go. Sorry, I'm pushing buttons. See, Sorry. that's the thing. <laughs> well, that's, are we better now? That sounds good. Yeah, that's better. Okay. Tenant. I just put it back to where it was. What? Uh, it fixed it. Whatever. Yeah. Did it really? We, yeah. Like we heard a. No, we heard Weird. a. We heard us talking like five seconds before. Yeah, like this. Yeah. <laughs> and it was but, right. But now our microphones sound fine. And it was yeah. right when I was talking huh. about Tenet, which Weird. is about moving back in time and. I shouldn't have said anything. So uh, Tenet. Uh, what else came out? Oh, uh, look at Doctor Doolittle. Tenet. Doctor Doolittle. Films which that was are this year. <laughs> I mean, believe it or was not. It? Films which are intended for theatrical release but are initially made available through commercial streaming, VOD service, or other broadcasts may qualify. Oh. All right. Um, yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, in a sense, Mulan can still qualify. What do you think if they have, yeah. they usually have the uh, the Academy Awards in early February, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll still be like, well, they're... They're not having an audience at the Academy Awards because of coronavirus. Do you think in February that's they still going to be a thing? I think they'll look to have some. Maybe just the people nominated. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and you separate them out throughout the crowd. No seat fillers. Yeah. So you you one. think February of 2021, we're not going to be anywhere close to back to, to normal to protocol? N- closer than a we are now. A little closer, Yeah. Little. It depends on the on the holidays. It depends on how big of an outbreak we what have. What happens after Christmas? Yeah, the numbers. The uh, tributes and memorials to Eddie Van Halen continue to come in even today, but definitely yesterday, a day after Eddie Van Halen's uh, passing. Lisa, what do we have coming up in uh, news later today? Later on today, we're going to be talking about. First of all, this is the fourth hurricane. That is set to hit Louisiana this hurricane season. This still Delta? Yeah, we're on Delta right now. Um, Gamma's still out in the sea, so that might be coming soon. But Hurricane Delta, this one is expected to hit everywhere from Louisiana to the uh, you know Redneck Riviera area of Florida. Uh, right now it's hitting the Yucatan Peninsula, knocked down trees and power lines, bringing about eight inches of rain. And the isolated areas got up to 12 inches of rain. Uh, but they're saying that a lot of areas are having to be evacuated. And these are some areas that still are dealing with the effects from the last hurricane in that area. Um, not to mention the debate was big last night. So uh, everyone talking about what was said during the debate in Salt Lake City. Did, did anybody watch uh, a portion of the debate? I uh, did. Very small, yeah, I did. Very small I watched portion. it because I thought Mass Singer was in That's what on. I did, too. I was. I sat down all excited at my parents' house. I was, I was like, like oh. Mass Singer. Mass Singer was on after the debate. Oh, man, I didn't even watch it then. Oh, I watched it, girl. Uh, I thought, well, I was at my parents' house, so I had to drive all the way back. Oh. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll just drive back now. Yeah, my mom made made me watch it. And then my dad, he's in the other room and he's playing a game on the computer. And she's like, why aren't you watching this? He's like, we voted. It doesn't yeah. matter anymore. Yeah, they, your, your parents already <laughs> went and waited two hours in line and voted. Yeah, already, they they so. voted. So he's like, it doesn't matter now. I did my part. Some of the, just it. to hit some of the highlights, uh, it, it definitely wasn't the kind of debacle that we saw in the presidential uh, debate. No. It, well, kind of. There the were vice moments. presidential debate was more presidential than the presidential <laughs> debate, but there yeah. was 
Uh, and you could tell that the moderator, the lady from USA Today, was going to just start. Uh, your time is up. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. She was gonna, just going to do that and, you know, to ruin <laughs> any time they went over the limit. So there was an awful lot of that. People want to know why Mike Pence's eye was so bloodshot. It's, could that I mean, what what was the reason that his eye was so bloodshot? I know. Bloodshot? One of the trending topics was, is pink eye a symptom of coronavirus? Just asking, no reason. Um, also, the fly that landed on Mike Pence's oh, head. Oh, flies and, famous. And kind of hung out there for a while <laughs> or was stuck in the kind of like the atmosphere of hairspray or whatever Pence uses. Um, so that, what did you say? The, the fly on Mike Pence's head has its own Twitter it page its now? its own Twitter nice. page. Yeah. Okay. All right, so a lot of stuff from the uh, debate last night. And branded sports headlines. When we get into sports, what do we have coming up later? Uh, the New York Jets, they're going to be looking a little bit different. Looks like they're going to get Le'Veon Bell back from IR. And Sam Darnold, he's been benched because of an AC sprain that he suffered last Thursday. So they're going to be going with Joe Flacco at quarterback this coming up weekend. All right. Oh, and the Titans are in big doo-doo. Okay, why, why are the Titans in, in doo-doo? So remember when they closed the facilities and it still wasn't quite known if they are going to play their game or what was going to happen. Allegedly, a group of players went to a local high school and had their own workout, which broke COVID-19 protocol. Well, yesterday, two more positive COVID-19 tests popped up. So the uh, NFL is going to be looking into this and there could be some pretty serious punishments coming down to the uh, Tennessee Titans. I think there there might be a possibility, and I don't base this on anything other than it just makes sense that if there's any team that keeps getting uh, positive COVID-19s and they find out that, that they haven't been following all the rules or protocols or you know if they've been like the scoff laws, and it comes down to it, the league might just say, you know what, we're not going to you, – you're going to miss this game. It's a forfeit. We're not going to reschedule it. and. We're no, not they have, call it they have said that. They've said that the punishments could be anywhere from uh, obviously being fined or losing a draft pick to something as harsh as um, for having to forfeit a game. Tonight, Chicago Bears host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Fox. That's Thursday night football matchup for you coming up later. We got that true crime report. We're going to talk about bars opening because that appears to be something that's happening in Texas uh, on Monday. And that is by governor's uh, directive from Greg Abbott in Austin is that bars are opening, but maybe not in every nook and cranny in the state of Texas. There are possibly going to be a few or some exceptions to the bars reopening. It's not going to reopen in time for the weekend, though. So the only only bars that are going to be open are the ones that are skirting the rules by pretending to serve food when they're just actually serving drinks. Uh, which has been the case. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but but the wider opening of bars in the state of Texas is going to happen uh, Monday. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Yesterday, uh, Governor Abbott announced that effective Monday uh, bar. We're specifically talking about bars here, but uh, bars can reopen to seventy five percent capacity. In areas that do not have high hospitalizations. High hospitalization is defined as an area with seven consecutive days in which the number of COVID-19 hospitalized patients as a percentage of the total hospital capacity exceeds 15%. 
So there's a lot of math that's going on there. So math. It's just um, <laughs> like in our area. Does that does that describe us? Are we one of these places that could be excluded from oh, the totally. bars reopening? Because uh, before this announcement was even made, the health director already sent something to the governor saying that they didn't want El Paso to open because of how how the cases are going. I mean, yesterday was our, I think, our third highest day we've ever recorded since July. Right. I'm wondering how that would apply to some, you know, more populated areas like Harris County where Houston is. Mm -hmm. You know, they've got a lot of cases and they've definitely had a problem, but just because of the population, I I wonder if uh, they would be in that exclusion zone. I, I don't know. Well, here I, I got a comment from County Judge. So this is for uh, El Paso County. Uh, County Judge Ricardo Samaniego said, I will be making a final decision in the coming days based on the information from local health authorities. So I guess they're going to crunch those numbers and see where uh, El Paso falls. But, you know, you're thinking uh, mostly these big metro areas where more people got it more people were hospitalized for it but uh monday you're going to see bars opening a lot of places around texas it's the buzz adams morning show podcast all right anybody who is going to join in the florida man game just have uh something ready we're going to read a headline about a florida man and leave out one key word and we try and fill in uh, the correct word this is all part of True Crime Report, so let's go ahead and get into it. Da, 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 Actual crime stories from around the world and across the nation. And we'll do our Florida man story last. This uh, story, you might, you've probably seen something about this, but three corrections officers in Oklahoma have been charged for cruelty to inmates. Oh, After why? the way that they punished them. Have you have you heard? I did. Yeah. And this is punishment. How did they do it? Baby shark. Baby shark. For two hours. They cuffed the inmates' hands behind their backs, secured them to a wall, and played baby shark on a loop for two hours. With their hands behind the back, the inmates did not have a chance to cover their ears or plug their fingers into their ears. But the corrections officers have been charged with cruelty for playing Baby Shark on I a loop. if this is like a TikTok challenge yet. Like, how long can you listen to Baby Shark before you go crazy? Well, it might be cruelty to inmates, but it's no more cruel than all the parents that have to listen to it for <laughs> 12 hours a day, right? Yeah. An arson suspect in Missouri was caught after he jumped onto the fire truck. Let me uh, give you some more details on this. There was a house fire in Florissant, Missouri, Tuesday morning. Firefighters believed it was arson. It happened at a Tuesday morning? No, it was on Tuesday morning. Uh, Way too excited for that. Well, they caught the uh, suspect when he came back to the scene and actually hopped onto the fire truck. Police weren't sure if he was trying to steal it or if he just wanted to check it out, but they noticed a suspicious guy in the fire truck, and they were able somehow to connect him to the fire, so he was arrested for arson. 
that sounds like classic firebug behavior. You know, it's not just the fire, but it's, it's everything. It. Have yeah, watching the fire, watching the fire get put out. There's some people that just have this thing with fires and pyromaniacs. Have you ever heard? Yeah, pyromaniacs mm-hmm. is not just a Def Leppard album, guys. It's also <laughs> a real thing. A library employee is busted for s- stealing. Over a million dollars of printer toner over 12 years' time. Holy Moses. This is a Texas story. This is from the Austin Public Library. Randall Whited, uh, who worked for the Austin Public Library over the course of 12 years, he stole at least $1.3 million worth of printer toner. Wow. Wouldn't they have noticed that it's like, oh, this machine is out of ink again? How much would you have to steal to to be over a million dollars worth of printer toner? I know it's expensive, but jeez. I don't know. Let's look it up. Between 2007-2019, he bought at least $1.5 million worth of toner for the library. The thing is, he only needed about $150,000 of toner, so he pocketed the rest. He'd take most of the boxes of toner out with him, and he told people he was taking them to other branches of the library, so there was nothing suspicious about it. So that's how he walked it out. Oh, got to take the toner to the other places. If you're looking at about $50 per cartridge, which could be on the more expensive side of the spectrum, you're looking at about $30,000 total toner cartridges. And who did he sell it to? That is a great question. It's all just here. Let me just read the rest. Poor office managers (laughs) that are out there just looking for toner. Oh, you never heard about the big black market on toner in Austin? I had (laughs) it. My first time hearing about it. He sold them online. So, you know, he didn't have to go out to like a dark street corner or an alleyway. He would go online and and put them up for bid. And I guess it didn't raise any suspicion because, you know, people sell all kinds of stuff online. Mm-hmm. Mr. Whited, the toner thief, also used the library's credit card to buy himself at least $18,000 worth of consumer electronics. Oof. That included video games, a drone, and a Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the drone is for here. I'm Sweet. watching. <laughs> Was there an uh, MP3 player strapped on top of the Roomba? Was it DJ Roomba? <laughs> the library finally caught on after a city audit. And an investigation, Randall Whited was arrested for theft. It also turns out he has pri- five previous arrests for theft and burglary going back to the 1980s. So, uh, Here's a story about a... Well, this is a Florida woman story. It's not, it's not our Florida woman game story, though. It's just, you know, there's going to be more than one story from Florida... 47-year-old Alice Henry went into a jewelry store in Winter Haven, Florida last week to try to sell them a ring. She said that she had found it using a metal detector Hmm. on the beach. When an employee inspected it, the ring didn't have any of the damage that you would expect if it had been found on a beach, and the ring also looked just like one that had been stolen from that very same store during a burglary back in July. (laughs) It turns out that it was the same ring. (laughs) The the woman tried to sell a stolen ring back to the jewelry store 
that she'd stolen it from. <laughs> I don't know how they put it together that she had stolen it. I mean, couldn't somebody have stolen the ring and well, somehow it ended up in her ring, pers- She knows they're in need of that ring. So yeah. obviously, you know, supply and demand, right? She's got the supply. They now have the demand. Yeah, but if you want to get away with it, it's a good idea not to try and sell stolen merchandise back to the person you stole it from. She's facing felony charges for grand theft, so it must have been pretty expensive. Well, I mean, over a grand, right? Yeah. For the ring, and also charges of dealing in stolen property. Oh, my. A guy in Pennsylvania was arrested for trying to arrange a threesome in which two of the partners were human and one of the partners (gasps) was a horse. Oh, good lord. Mr. Hands. 53-year-old Norman Zalek oh. from Likens, Pennsylvania. That I'm I'm not suggesting that this guy's Amish, but that's just right in the middle of Amish country. As <laughs> <laughs> well, the horse was looking very attractive that day. <laughs> well, you, you sit in that carriage looking at their hindquarters all day long. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to get, a man's going to get curious. This happened back in August. He sent a message to a woman on Facebook to ask if he could rent her horse. So he'd been looking at it for days. So he wanted to rent the horse. And as they chatted online, he became more upfront about why he wanted the horse. So he and his wife could have a threesome with the horse. The wife was down? That's a good question. The wife's probably like, did you see the set on that thing? (laughs) During the conversation... Mr. Zalik spoke with the woman and expressed expressed interest in renting her horse. He offered her $200. Uh, he told the woman that he and his wife were, quote, open-minded and like to try different things. Oh, he also told the woman that they had never, quote, been with a horse oh, in any geez. manner and wanted to try it. What's your sex life like, equestrian? <laughs> oh. oh God. Zalik allegedly told the woman that he was not interested in having sex with the animal, but said he would... All right, you guys want to go forward with this? Yeah. You started it. We're already here. Okay, I just want to make sure it's consensual. Uh, (laughs) Because it wasn't with a horse. He didn't want to do it with the horse. He wanted to manually stimulate the horse. (gasps) When asked if he would be alone during the encounter, that's when Zalek admitted, no, it'll be me and my wife. The what woman, was the lady thinking while she was talking well, to him about she, this? She must have been recording it because she turned the conversation over to police. Okay, good. And they recorded a call between Mr. Zalik and the woman where he offered the $200 uh, to get it on with the horse. I feel oh. like he should have offered more. The he, horse is like, I'll do it for free. It's been lonely. <laughs> it's been so long. Well, the, the encounter never went down because yeah. the police right. got involved, but Mr. Zalik was arrested last week on a misdemeanor count of sexual intercourse with an animal, even though he didn't, uh, they just he didn't take, actually do it. like, you know what? We're going to take the goldfish out of the house, too, just to be on the safe side. <laughs> We're taking this hamster. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Oh yeah, take the hamster. Take the hamster. We're, we're going to, any animals, we're going to take them into protective custody from this house. Ugh. All right. Ready for Florida man game? Let's do it. Yeah. I got to open up with the Florida Man theme song, don't I? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, you do. All right, here goes. Florida Man, Florida Man, who never fears any bodily harm. Florida Man, Florida Man. 
Florida man. It's actually a Florida woman story, Ooh. and here's the headline. Okay. Remember, one of the key words from the story is going to be missing for $10,000, guys. Okay. Fill in the blank correctly. And here's the headline. Florida woman turns her blank into police, claims it's junk. Once again, Florida woman turns her blank into police, claims it's junk. So everybody take a moment to write down your answers. Going first instinct, man. Okay, yep. Lisa and Brandon have both uh, buzzed in. Okay. You done, Joanna? Yep. All right, very good. Let's go with... Uh, Lisa was up first. So Lisa, Florida woman, turns her blank into police, claims it's junk. I said her child. Oh, <laughs> well that's a good one. I never would have oh, seen like that, that one coming. Yeah. Brandon, what, Florida woman turns her blank into police, claims it's junk. Ah, I went with meth. All right. Oh, oh that's meth. a good one. She got some bunk meth, yeah. <sighs> Joanna, Florida woman, turns her blank into police, claims it's junk. I went with diaphragm. Oh. <laughs> Buzz doesn't know what the diaphragm is. No, no, no. I know. It's, it's like a, a birth control yes. thing. Okay. That's up in there, right? Yep. <laughs> diaphragm. All right. So oh, all, Those are all real different. Yeah, very different. <laughs> Joanna guesses diaphragm. Brandon guesses meth. And Lisa guessed child. What Florida woman, <laughs> Florida woman turns First her... First instinct. <laughs> Blank into police claims it's junk. I got to tell you guys, we have a winner. Florida woman turns her meth into police. (laughs) Claims it's junk. Impressive. Uh, We also have uh, we have a mugshot. Well, it does. I don't think it's a mugshot, but it's a photo that was included on Smoking Gun. Fifty-two-year-old Beth Ann Franchick. Oh, smoking gun is where we get a lot of these stories, Joanna. <laughs> okay. Let me see her. Beth Ann Franchick of St. Uh, Saint Pete Beach. Is there a St. Pete that's different from St. Petersburg? I would uh. imagine that's the same area. <laughs> Just St. <Saint> Pete. <laughs> Just shorten that up a little bit. St. Pete Beach, Florida. On Thursday of last week, she called police and had them come over to her house because of a problem she had. So they showed up at the house. She showed them that she had bought a bag of meth for $20. (laughs) She wanted to turn it over to them because it was junk. Ah. Apparently, she was hoping that they would go after whoever sold her the The, junk meth. The bad meth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. They're like, we're here to help her out. not a fresh batch at all. Police tested the crystals inside the bag, and it might have been junk, but guess what? It was meth. (laughs) (laughs) It, w- it wasn't very good meth, but so it was meth. So, junk or not, Beth Ann, seen here in this photo, was arrested for felony possession of a controlled substance. Oh, that hairdo. Yeah, nice. that's got trailer park written all <laughs> over it. So, Brandon, Impressive. you know, just talk to Brad after the show. He'll cut you that check hey, we, for you know, $10, We had that meeting dollars. on Monday about making sure that... Uh, you know, bonuses and stuff. So, hey, just make sure he gives you that $10,000 and you don't even have to sweat the bonuses anymore. Yeah, I'll even, you know what? I'll, Brad, I'll let you guys roll it into a, a few different paychecks. It doesn't even have to be yeah. one lump. Yeah. Even, I'll do the annuity. That's yeah. a good deal. 
You get uh, 5000 a month. You have a structured for, settlement? Uh, or, you need cash now? J.G. Florida man! Florida man! Or gave up! Florida man! Florida man! Whose grandma makes the best meth in town? Well, apparently that's not where she got it. Yeah, not the best meth in town. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Uh, Thanksgiving. It's going to be a lot different this year, as you haven't noticed. Less family, going to be visiting, means less food that's going to be necessary, which means a smaller turkey. Since no one can just press a button and make smaller turkeys happen, grocery stores, distributors, and farmers are having to rethink their long-standing Thanksgiving traditions of having big old birds for sale. Chains like Giant Eagle and Stu Leonard's, they're buying smaller birds in Walmart, the largest grocer in the U.S. They are increasing the availability of boneless and bone-in turkey breasts, which amounts to less meat than a full bird. Meanwhile, well, you're going to have leftovers anyway, right? Yeah, but they go bad <laughs> after a while. So unless you're going to freeze that turkey and then defrost it. No, no, no. Man, yeah. Man. You exactly. cook it and you make turkey sandwiches for like a week. Turkey All you tacos, need is the turkey... With some mustard and some pepper and white bread. That's it. I like mustard. Uh, ketchup. Mayonnaise. There you go. Mayonnaise. May- yeah, mayonnaise. Ketchup. I love mayonnaise. It's so weird. Well, that's a good turkey sandwich with mayonnaise. It's probably how I would... That was probably my number one option. I love, I just had a turkey sandwich with mayonnaise this morning. I thought of a great punishment, by the way, for Buzz on, an, on a bet. What? Uh-huh. Make him eat like a whole pound of white Ugh. meat. Turkey. I can't. I can't eat a, a single water. bite of it. Yeah, no gravy, no nothing. It's so freaking dry. I cannot. That I would cannot be... even eat a bite of the white turkey meat. It's gonna right. be the dark. That's a good one for me. What would be great is a hot dog with mustard and like relish or whatever that or pickles or something like that on it because I, I can't. Like a Chicago dog where it's got the full spear of a pickle on the top. Uh, yeah. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Delicious. I can't. I don't know why. Give me all the mayonnaise, but don't you dare. Ooh, there we go. We should all make our own hot dogs. You know how Joanna did the McDonald's? Uh, (gasps) Why don't we do a game of that? Make our grossest hot dog. Like what? (gasps) But we would like it, but nobody else would. No, no, no. I mean, oh. like, how, what would be the worst hot dog? Like, for me... Oh, for you, would be the pickles and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, then, but then we'd, like, do some sort of game, and every time you lose, like, instead of, like... take a bite of your yeah, nightmare Yeah, instead of take a shot, dog. it's take that a bite of the... <laughs> So, like, my hot dog would be one that has, like, either relish or pickles on it with mustard and, I don't know, hot sauce or something like that. I think mine would just be a hot dog with ketchup. <laughs> See? Right? Yeah. 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 I like almost everything else. But ketchup. Yeah, Buzz would be a hard one. Buzz, what don't you like? Put a strip of, dry, put a strip of white turkey meat on top. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, and then he has to wash it down with a big old glass of just pure water. Yeah. 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 Tap water. <laughs> Disgusting. All right. Uh, moving on. Sorry. And finally, the increase in the number of people cooking at home right now, trying different recipes during the pandemic, that's led to a surge in canning. And because that's because experienced canners are doing it more and people trying it out for the first time are getting them, then that has led now to a shortage in mason jars and lids. My mom used to be a canning fiend. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother, my dad's mom, had the entire storm cellar was just wall-to-wall canned 
pickles and canned okra and just canned everything. Yeah, the owner jars of, actually. The owner of the Mason Jar Merchants, an online retailer where all they sell are mason jars, uh, said she's seen a huge surge in uh, demand, and that happened about August. She said the sales went up about six hundred percent, and they haven't gone down since. So most of the demand is for two-part lids that are necessary yeah. for canning yeah. because they are single use. Whereas God, I can remember washing those in the in in the sink, <laughs> all the the you know, the lid, and then there's a two-part lid, and then there's the, the cur jar or the yep. mason yeah. jar. <laughs> yeah, and that's because uh the glass jars they can be used over and over and over again. Can the lids have a disc that sits on the mouth of the jar yeah. and then it screws around it in case you haven't known. Uh but yeah, they say that uh the need and the desire for mason jars is huge right now, so you may see a shortage at your local store. Our buddy Chopper's on the line. He's got a suggestion for a turkey sandwich. Hi, Chopper. Good morning, guys. Good morning, morning. Chopper. First, I'd like to say that if Joanna's going to get taken out by anybody, I'd like to take her out on a date. Aren't you an Oregon Chopper? No, I'm in Texas. I'll be moving back to Oregon around April or so, but maybe on my way I can swing by El Paso and take her out for some drinks. I love it. Uh, Can I come as chaperone? I'll just sit at another table. Yeah, I'll sit at the table next door. We we'll, we'll bring you all. We'll have steaks and, and drinks. We want to we, we want to protect Joanna's <laughs> reputation, Chopper. I totally understand. Yeah. I totally understand. More witnesses are better. Yeah. There we go. Um, so, Brandon, you're forgetting the best turkey sandwich ever uh, is described by uh, Ross on Friends. Monica makes the sandwich and puts an the extra slice saver. of bread. It's a moist maker. No, the moist oh. maker. That's the it. extra extra piece of bread soaked in gravy in the middle of the sandwich that he calls the moist maker. Oh. And his, his boss ends up eating the sandwich, and because of how crazy he'd been acting, he gets put on sabbatical and medicated and everything. <laughs> someone ate him. My, my sandwich! sandwich! My yeah. sandwich! And I'm with the mustard and mayonnaise. Uh, I like, I love mustard, but without mayonnaise, turkey sandwich is a little dry. A little go. dry. Mm-hmm. That's right. I just stick with the drumsticks, those big Henry VIII turkey leg drumsticks, like at the fair. That's what I like. All right. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Chopper. Um, Swing by and see us. Quick shout out to Lisa's cat. Hey, Lisa's cat. Oh, its name is Scott's cat, but same thing. I love all cats. My wife and I have five. Oh, oh, is your wife coming on the date yeah, with yeah. Joanna, what? too? Wait a minute. Oh, right. oh okay. Yeah. Wife's coming, too, Joanna. Okay. Yeah, those people out on the West Coast, you know. <laughs> Any, wild. Anything those goes. Oregon people. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for the call, Chopper. Good morning, guys. All right, good morning. Hey, polygamous. Wait a minute. What happened here? Yeah, you're in a polyamorous <laughs> relationship. Somebody just invited me into a thruple, and I don't know how I feel. <laughs> Joanna, you're in a thruple. they have five cats. Between us, we'd have ten. <laughs> <laughs> that house just got... <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Uh, over at our website, as I mentioned every day, there's always something new for you. We post uh, all, all the time, multiple times a day at buzzadamshow.com. We definitely need to talk about the movie monster madness. Yeah! Because time is running out on the first round. Yeah, well, one of the, the first, one of the brackets. Yeah, I split the first round up into kind of four different sections. We're the, talking 30, 32, 32 movie monsters. Total monsters. So there's eight that were you know kind of released each day. So you had eight on Monday, eight yesterday, eight today, or I'm sorry, eight Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then so that group that was released on Monday, that voting ends tomorrow. Let me hear that original group. Freddy Krueger versus Pumpkinhead. Wolfman versus Norman Bates, Predator versus Alien, and Jigsaw versus Ghostface. And one of these 
it looked like one of the movie monsters was going to run away with it, but the other one has now come back big time and has taken the lead. Okay. In one of those matchups, and tomorrow when tomorrow at eight a.m. Mountain Time, nine a.m. Central Time is when I we'll assume it's announce not, it. I assume it's not. Well, first of all, I assume that Freddy Krueger's got to be a number one seed. Freddy Krueger's kind of running away, with and it. I right, and I assume that that one's not in doubt. Maybe I could see see it going back and forth between Predator and Alien. The other three are pretty close. All right, we'll get over there and vote. And then today we had a new set. All right, let me hear those. For that one, we have Leatherface versus Cujo. You know, the dog. Interesting. Uh, Jack <laughs> Torrance from The Shining. Okay. Versus, I always get this pronounced wrong, is it um, Sadeko? Joanna. Is that the little ring girl? or the chick what? from the ring, yeah. Ugh. I think ring girl. <laughs> yeah, well. That works. So that's that's a second matchup. The third matchup is Pennywise versus Gilman. Gilman, of course, from the creature from the Black Lagoon. And then the final matchup is The Thing versus Jaws. The Thing from the John Carpenter movie? Yes. With Kurt Russell? Yes. No, The Thing down at the... <laughs> yeah. on, your, on your way to uh, nice. Tucson? <laughs> Wait, The Thing versus Jaws. Versus Jaws. Jaws. Yes. Huh. I'm, I'm trying to think which would be more terrifying, boat. but... Number one, for one of them, just don't go in the ocean. The other one, don't go to Antarctica. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, you can go vote for these. Uh, all four all four sets of matchups are now, so all 16 total. Um, you can go vote now over at buzzadamshow.com. We had a list yesterday that was like the 30 most iconic Halloween movies of all time, and they left off some truly iconic. And well, I, was, I don't think they were Halloween movies. I mean... Right. When we think, at least I thought the consensus that we came to yesterday is that Halloween movie is a movie that takes place on Halloween. No, I would say a Halloween movie could be a horror movie. Like you could do a Friday the 13th marathon and... I guess the poll... Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. Those are different. I think it went more with what gets you in the mood for Halloween. There you go. Horror movies. Yeah, but they left off like some, some truly iconic Halloween movies like... Uh, Hocus Pocus. True. And trick I'll, or treat, man. Trick or, trick or treat. How is trick or treat not on a list of iconic Halloween highly, movies? Highly, highly, so, highly underrated. Joanna did her own list of Halloween movies that actually take place on Halloween. So you got your trick or treat in there, I assume. Trick or treat, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. How about E.T.? E.T. <laughs> did make the list just for that Halloween scene. It's great. How That's about... the thing is that there's a lot of movies that have Halloween scenes. Remember, was it Marriage Story? And the whole fight between the two of which costume the kid's going to wear. Is he going to be a ninja? They have a fight over the costume. Yeah. For Halloween, do you just put in one Halloween movie or do you put in the whole franchise or do you select like which ones out of it? Which like the best. You pick the one that didn't have Michael Myers. What was it? The Curse of the Witch? Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. That's it. Oh, yeah. Which uh, Halloweens did make your final two? Um, I didn't put any Halloween movies. Because so, those are kind of on their own. These are mm-hmm. movies you may or may have not seen already. Okay. So. Mr. Mom has a Halloween scene, too. House of a Thousand Corpses is on that the out list. There. Idle Hands. Forget about Idle Hands. Love them. That scene with Seth Green when he's got the, uh, the, bottle? It, the turkey cutter. Oh. Yeah, and he's got the bottle stuck. He's like, look at me! 
I've got a post up about, uh, and and you can actually rent this for five dollars a night. Mm-hmm. You can live under a rock, literally nice. through the election. And the rock is in New Mexico, so it's got. <laughs> look at that! It's like inside. It's a man-made cave. Okay. In New Mexico, I love it. And it's up around Farmington. And it's available on Hotels.com. I love that it says hide here. (laughs) Yeah. It says election burnout making you angry face, blown mind face, crying face. We can help you swerve the election week convos and live under a rock, literally. So I got some photos up there. And if you're thinking it's just a bear cave, that's or a bear cave. It's neither one of those things. It's furnished. It looks like it has some kind of electricity. It's 50 feet underground. It kind of looks like the Flintstones house, except they don't have prehistoric <laughs> animals doing all the household labor. There's not like a woolly mammoth hanging outside the kitchen window. So the way your faucet, the way it works, they could they. It's for five days, and it's from uh, November the second through November the seventh, and uh, you can emerge from your five days below ground and. Uh, Kind of a spoiler alert here. You're dreaming if you think it's all going to be settled by November the 7th. This thing is fully going to be still raging by the time. Did you just see the numbers that came out for our area this morning? Insanity. Numbers for? Oh, COVID? No, we're talking about the election. (laughs) Oh, I thought thought you meant, sorry, because I just, 523. So many numbers. What? 523. So if you'd like to also hide from the pandemic, yeah. this is also a great place for you to go. The, the reservation is for all five days, so it's only $25. And it's the uh, the cave under a rock reservation is on a first-come, first-served basis. And if you want to do it, you got to be the first person to book it tomorrow at 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain. This may be a dumb question. Does it have bathrooms or is it just a cave? <laughs> It's got a. It's got what looks like a hot tub, but uh-huh. maybe that is the bath. The bathtub. Uh, it's, okay. You know, uh, like this thing. I can't tell if it's a flat screen TV or somebody just carved a hole into a rock wall. But <laughs> you can go. You can go over and check out the pictures, and then you can uh, find the link to bid on this. Interesting. I just want to know how you get how you get to it. You know, it looks like By it's donkey. built in. The, <laughs> it, <laughs> it looks like it's built in the sheer cliff face. Uh, check it out. I've got my post yeah. over at buzzadamshow.com. And Lisa, uh, police went and arrested a guy. They uh, had oh, to go out and find him, but he punched an anti-Trump support. He's a Trump supporter, and he right. punched an anti-Trump demonstrator in the parking lot at a Bucky's. Yeah, and Brandon, what was your first thought? How lucky are these guys that they get to be hanging out at Bucky's? <laughs> Why are you mad, bro? You yeah. got a Bucky's behind you. Go Turn in, around. Go inside, get yourself a bag of beaver nuggets, and uh, talk it out, bro. Yeah, Did th- they have some kind of big nationwide thing where people were rallying for they, Trump around the country or whatever? They did. On Saturday, yeah. there was a pro uh, or Trump supporter parades that happened all over the country to kind of uh, boost his spirits while he was in the hospital. Or as I call it, racist coming out day. Yeah, there you go. That too. Uh, But this happened at a Bucky's in Denton, Texas. Um, A man was playing the song by YG called F Donald Trump. And the Trump supporters did not appreciate it. So so the guy goes over there and tells him to turn it down, and the guy doesn't do it. So he just hauls off and slugs him straight in the face. I mean, it's a sucker punch for sure. Oh, big time, man. Yeah. 
It's but we rough. can't play. We can't play it. So go find the article because it's yeah. definitely worth watching. It's worth seeing. The guy did get arrested. Um, he was already bailed out of jail. Um, the supporter, or I'm sorry, the the anti-Trumper, he was sent to the hospital. He did have a chipped tooth, um, and did have a cut above his eyebrow. I wonder where the Trumper would have come up with the idea to punch somebody in the face. So I mean, weird. it's not like anybody would ever encourage a Trump supporter to punch people in the face. Or right? Or, or that maybe or... somebody would pay for some sort for of the legal, legal fee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Joanna's got entertainment news. She keeps her finger on the pulse of what's going on in Hollywood and around the world of entertainment. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Jurassic World Dominion had to temporarily suspend filming for two weeks after people on set tested positive for coronavirus. The news comes a day after Universal reported that Jurassic World Dominion has been pushed back. The movie was initially slated for summer of 2021. It will now debut on June 10th of 2022. Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard are reprising their roles in Jurassic World Dominion. The ensemble cast also includes Laura Dern, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, and B.D. Wong. Bring it back. Jeff Goldblum wasn't in the last one, was he? Um, I'm trying to remember. They're, they're, those I movies think this are, is the third. I did not see the second. Those movies are very forgettable. I mean, you remember a couple key scenes, but in the second one, it ends up at some crazy millionaire's mansion and yeah. his granddaughter or something. Oh, and I is Chris Pratt in it? Nah, yeah. I the only thing that was is he, really is Chris cool. Pratt even in the second one? Yeah. Okay. The only thing that was really cool about the first one is you got to see the park. That park was Actually pretty cool. running. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the whole goal. Like, that's what you want to see. I'll admit that. That was pretty cool. Also, if you're not following Vincent Jurassic Vincent D'Onofrio Park, was a highlight, I thought, as the bad guy. If you're not following the parody account Jurassic Park uh, updates, you're missing out because they put out some funny stuff. All right. But, but at the end of your report, I've got, an, I've got something about another movie that's been pushed back oh, yet again. Okay. Oh, no. Morgan Wallen is no longer this week's Saturday Night Live musical guest. The rising country star posted an emotional Instagram video from a New York City hotel room where he was preparing to go on the show, telling fans that he had received a call from the show informing him that he would no longer be able to play the October 10th show because of COVID-19 protocols. And who is that? Is he a country artist? A rising country star. Are you sure it's a guy? Because it could be a woman. It is a man, yes. (laughs) Who cares? Bill Burr's the host. Are you going to watch? Are you a big enough Bill Burr fan that you'll you'll actually watch Saturday yeah. Night Live? I mean, I, I, like I, I don't think I'll watch it live, uh, but you'll we'll record see how it. Goes, it right? But I'll I'll at least you know check. It. I mean, they have it on Hulu the next morning. Mm. So uh, he has not tested positive for COVID nineteen, but he said his actions from this past weekend were what affected his long term goals and dreams. He said that referring to TikToks in recent days that showed Wallen socializing in Alabama without a mask at a Ooh. crowded bar and a house party. He says that he respects the show's decision and apologizes to Saturday Night Live and his fans. No new musical guest has been announced to play in his place. And finally, it would have been hard to imagine a year ago, but the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences voted on Tuesday that drive-in screenings will now count towards qualifying a film for the 93rd Oscars. For drive-in screenings, there will only be one screening per day required, as opposed to three for all others. The move was a part of a series of tweaks to Awards Rule 2 regarding eligibility following a first wave of COVID-19-related changes that were announced back in the spring in response to theater closures, the most notable of which was allowing films that were no longer able to proceed with a planned theatrical release 
to still qualify if they screened on a streaming or VOD platform first. I mean, so many movies have been pushed back that... Mm-hmm. Is there really going to be anything eligible for the Oscars? Are they going to go with a bunch of porno? Now they, they're inviting <laughs> the uh, the drive-in movies because we got that whole... <laughs> we got a porno. Our only drive-in movie theaters porno, porno theater. theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 93rd Oscars will take place on April 25th of 2021. With entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba, we- and I wish you well. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we've got word from the governor's office about reopening bars in Texas. Governor Abbott uh, has said that Monday bars can reopen. Let me see if there's some details here. The exception, county judges of each county can opt in to reopen bars. And uh, according to what the governor said, bars and similar establishments in those counties that opt in can have in-person service up to 50% of the occupancy. All customers must be seated while eating or drinking at the bar. And I, they don't just mean like the bar where the where the bartender is. In, in, in the bar, right? <laughs> yeah. If you've got like an outdoor bar or a beer garden, there's no occupancy limit for outdoors. So I would guess, you know, there are going to be a lot of places, weather's still nice enough, that are going to be packed out, mm-hmm. you know, outdoors in some kind of beer garden setting. But here's some of what Governor Abbott had to say in this decision. Texans have shown that we can contain the spread of COVID. Okay. Adding okay. that. <laughs> All right. If you got any pushback on that, uh-huh. Have it ready. But Abbott noted that caseloads, hospitalization rates, and fatalities have Listen, remained steady. I don't want to push back because I'm trying to social distance six feet. But, yeah. I, I mean, if he would have done this, I would say, at the beginning of September, okay, yeah, the cases were going down at the time. We had seen a downward trend. We're not seeing a downward trend. We had 523 cases that were just announced today. That's not Specifically, a, we're talking about El Paso County, right? Right, in El Paso County. That's not a downward trend. I think, is that the highest we've ever had? It's got to be up there. It's got to be one of the highest. I think it is... Yeah, El Paso is reporting 523 new cases, four new deaths. So the way I'm reading it, I'm hearing a couple of differences. I I had heard that it was going to be 75% occupancy, but this report, this is in the uh, El Paso Times, says that it's going to be 50%, 50% occupancy. Right. But outdoors, if you got any kind of outdoor mm-hmm. setting or a patio or whatever, yeah. yeah, just pack it out. I'm sure we won't live to rue that decision. See, and that's that's the problem is that there are some uh, patio bar-like establishments that because they're outdoor, they're like, screw it, pack them on in. And, I mean, there's been situations that people have told me, they're like, I walked into the ba- the patio of this place and thought, nah, and just turned around and walked out because, yeah. they Probably nobody's wearing a mask. Nobody's social distancing at well, all. Well, if you're sitting down to eat and stuff, I mean, we ran into that this past weekend we were going to go to a restaurant knowing that they had an outdoor patio, mm-hmm. but I specifically drove by in front just to kind of check a, it out. Yeah, to get a, yeah, get a feeling for how many people were there. And it, was, it looked like every table was full and there was even a few people waiting to be sat. So we just decided, all right, we're just going to go somewhere else. We'll go someplace less popular. Yeah. 
Look, I mean, a lot of these bar establishments have been open because they, <laughs> yeah. they, they're they claiming they're selling 51% of their sales are based on food and not alcohol. And we've mm-hmm. got reports from all over the state. My question, It's not just El Paso. It's Austin and Corpus right. Christi and everywhere else. My question is, is when they do taxes, or, or like, or not taxes, but like now because they're saying bars can open, are they like, just kidding, we don't want to be a restaurant anymore. Screw the 51%. Uh, I don't know. Like, but what happens? There are thousands of stories of people ordering around drinks. Well, the bill comes out, and it's like, it's got half of the drinks, but it also replaces half of the drinks with a food charge, like chili cheese fries that nobody at the table ordered, or you know what a I would pickle do? for a dollar, or whatever. I would I would rename all of, not all of my drinks, but <laughs> half of the drinks after food items. Sandwich. Chili- hey, yeah. give me a sandwich. A, a sandwich. The IPA is called the chili cheese fries. Yeah! <laughs> Would you like this double IPA? It is called chili, chili con queso. Yeah. Technically, if you order a shot of whiskey with a pickle back, that's just, just a, a pickle. Yeah, you're getting a pickle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so th- there have been so many bars that are just but they're also saying, flagrantly flouting the rules yeah, already. There so. are some, though, that have been trying. Like Because the thing is, is that if, the, if you do get audited, which some of these bars have already been audited, they want to see, oh, okay, so you have such and such worth of sales for, let's say, hot dogs. Okay, well, let me see the receipts that you purchased these hot dogs. I think most of these bar owners don't think that's ever going to happen. No, 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 it's already happening. Some of the bars have been shut down because of that. I I think some of them think, well, whatever the punishment is, is going to be less than what I'm going to miss out if I don't open at all. Look, I'm interested to see now that they're allowing bars to open, are these quote-unquote restaurants are going to switch back to bars. But at the same time, you know, as much as we can sit here and joke around, the thing is, this is people's livelihoods. So imagine having a spot where you're paying rent, you're paying the uh, bills, and you're not making any sort of income. So are we really surprised that they're doing what they can to keep their doors open? I can't really fault them in that sense that they're trying to make a living because not only do they have the bills for the bar, they have the bills for their houses, their families, everything oh, that yeah. they're paying no, for. I get it. So I'm not surprised. And you know what? I, I can't really sit there and say shame on you for trying to beat the system so you can, you know, put food on your table and uh, support your family. The- but at the same time, 523 cases. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, let's uh, check out our website, KLAQ.com. You can also go to BuzzAdamsShow.com. But everything, I think everything we have up at Buzz Adams Show is also at KLAQ.com. Yeah, we're trying. Uh, Lisa and I were just talking about that. <laughs> it's being a pain in the butt. Yeah, some of so, our... like, actually cross-posted. Like, I did an article about um, early voting here in Texas, and it's it... on KLAQ.com, but it wasn't showing up to cross-post on buzzadamshow.com. Yeah, so. and when I did on the new Selena trailer, wasn't showing up until right now, and I did it like yesterday or the day before. Yeah. All right. I don't, I don't so know what's going on. So we do our best. Let's go ahead and talk early voting in Texas. Early voting is already going on in New Mexico, and yesterday Lisa told us that her parents went to go early vote. And what Dad, did you say? Like, to Sammy. Yeah. Dad, mm-hmm. no, he got a cup He got a oh, cup of coffee, and he brought a muffin and a book. He was like, I am ready. I'm like, you are crazy. Two hours later, you are a genius, man. You are an influencer. Take a so, chair. What, uh-huh. what I know already is they're expecting a lot more early voting yes, and ahead I did, of the election. I and did speak with someone who spoke with uh, some of the voter uh 
people, and they did say they had for early voting in the state of New Mexico 10 times the normal amount show up for early voting. So if you are going to be early voting, one, be prepared to um, make sure that you do have the time because you and maybe give yourself a couple days like like Brandon's going to do. Oh, I got to be there two days. Well, no, Brandon's going to drive by and go, uh, too long of a line. Yeah. I'll come tomorrow. I'm, I mean, I, I have the advantage. It's right. truly right down the street from my mm-hmm. house. I drive by it every day. So if I notice there's no line, I'm going to hop out and I'm going to go. All right. So in your article about what you need to know about early voting specific to Texas, what do you have? Well, it kicks off on October 13th. So we have early voting beginning October 13th that ends October 30th. That does vary in some places. So I did put a link in there so you can get more details. But I tried to narrow it down to kind of the essential stuff. You're going to have to have uh, a form of ID that includes a Texas driver's license, election ID certificate, um, Texas personal ID, so on and so forth. One of those, not not all of them. Yeah, one, one of them. them. But there are ways to vote even if you don't have an ID. If you don't, you can still vote. One way is that you sign a sworn statement that there is a reason why you don't have an acceptable form of ID. Right? Okay. Now, even if you don't get that, you can still vote. You just have to cast a provisional ballot. But you have to make it uh, to the voter registrar's office within six days of the election. So that would be by November 9th. And you present one of the forms of ID or submit a temporary affidavit. By the way, they're on the website now. And there's a ton of uh, locations where you can early vote. Like I looked it up myself. So I also put a link in here where all you really need is your, your name, your birthday, and I think your address. And you, know, you for, for put the, that information in there, and then it gives you a list of, A, it's the one that lets you know whether or not you're registered to vote. And then it also lets you know where you can vote early. And the advantage of voting early is you can pretty much vote anywhere. The last time I went to vote for the first time ever, I went in some place on my side of town, and they said, oh, you're at the wrong one. you got to go to a different one. Right, but that's <laughs> a good thing about early voting is that you can go to any of the places. So mine is um uh, i'll just say like to the left of my house but i the one to the right i drive past every time i am on my way home so like brandon if i see there's nobody there i'm like oh screw it i'll stop in and i'll go vote real quick i'll text you guys i'll be like hey man no line yeah exactly why wca on bartlett i'm I'm gonna make the difference i'm gonna reveal some of my own ignorance here but it is it only on election day itself that you have to go Correct. to the specific to your place? polling station? Yeah, exactly. So for early huh. voting, you can go anywhere and vote because that's the I thing. I did like, not know that. Yeah, my uh, okay, Johnny. Today you learned. <laughs> yeah, the my gym. There's a bol- there's a polling place right next to it. So that was our plan. We were just talking about this uh, the other day. All the girls were saying like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna." stop in and we'll all go vote together one day before our workout class and then we'll come to the class and work out because there's a polling place right next door and you can do that if you're registered there's only one of us that wasn't registered and he was like well i guess i'll be i'll wait outside for you guys to finish voting I'll be here yeah <laughs> you got you if some people may not know if they're registered they might suspect they are do you have anything in there about where you can go to check and see that if you same, are registered that same link um where you can check to see where you can vote is the same one that lets you know whether or not you are registered to vote because for me that ywca that's down the street i run by that on my like my daily run so it's really not that far away but my actual polling station 
is a little bit further. Um, oh, that one over there by the chilies. No, uh, the YWCA. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that one. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one where I like to go to because it's right there, and that's the one I drive by. But my actual polling station is uh, Rosa Guerrero Elementary School. So if I were to wait till election day, that's where I would have to go. I guess there are always, uh, you know, people voting for the first time, either because they just turned 18 within the past four years or maybe or the past four def- years yeah. that finally kicked them in the ass. Yeah, or finally kicked you in the ass and made you go out and decide mm-hmm. to vote. You you have to be registered. If you're not registered yet, please, uh, is there any recourse or is it just too late to register at this point? I believe it is too late to register. Right. It ended, I think, on the 5th. Yeah, it ended on the 5th, mm-hmm. so... I mean, but I'm also like, there were so many reminders yeah. that people kept sending out. We talked about it multiple times. And we gave you New Mexico's, Texas's, how... Well, that discriminates against procrastinators, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so early voting, it begins October 13th and ends on October 30th. So October 13th the, is Tuesday. Yeah, so if you want to wait until the last day of early voting, you can go vote and then go watch the uh, new episode of The Mandalorian. You know, and the one thing is, too, uh, my parents did say when they went to vote, there was a long line. But when they left finally from voting, the line was about halfway as long. So I think people really jumped on the chance to go on the first day to get their votes in. Uh, Another person... uh, that lives in New Mexico, what she's planning to do, and I thought this was really smart, is she got her, um, the I think it's the absentee or the, the mail-in ballot. You can get one of those, fill of them out, and then drop it off at the polling station. Hmm. So you don't technically have to mail it in. You can actually drop it off and put it into the um, at the actual polling station. So that's another option that I didn't know about. And I'm, I'm not sure about Texas, but I know that she lives in New Mexico. And that's what she said she's going to be doing. Moving over to uh, early giving starts today for EP Giving Day. And uh, Lisa, you were doing yeah. some of that yesterday. Yes, I, I was. <laughs> so, yeah. Bus calls me and I'm, he's like, your voice sounds weird. <laughs> Because I have to be sounding nice and sweet. Uh, so El Paso Giving Day. That is happening Thursday, October 15th. If you don't know what this is, it's really great. It's our version of Giving Tuesday. This is with the Paso del Norte Foundation. And they have a bunch of really great local nonprofits that are up in this uh, for it. So you're talking about Laws and Paws, Humane Society, um, CASA. There's lots of great places. And there's tons of them. So I actually have another article we'll be putting out on the 15th of just different ones that I personally donate to and do a lot of work with. But it's happening Thursday, October 15th. Right now, though, is early giving. So what this is, is from the 8th until the 14th, uh, you can give your donations early. And what they're trying to do to kind of make it fun this year, but also um, there's extra prizes. So like yesterday, I had to go and help out um, and grab some stuff for um, the ACT program for action for animals in New Mexico. And so they were now in the running for two extra donations uh, because I went and took a picture in front of the donation place and picked up the bags. So, which I got a really cool elephant pinata out of it and I'm super excited about it. But uh, you can head over to elpasogivingday.org, see some of the great organizations. They have over 200 that are participating and you can donate. The first day on the 15th, Walmart will be matching donations um, up to, I believe, $100,000. So, 
a nonprofit can get up to $10,000 in matching funds as long as they're available. So a lot of really great organizations that you can uh, check out and see who's on that website and almost everything they want. My my gym is on there, Academy of Aerial Fitness. Um, you also have the Alzheimer's Association, American Cancer Society, Amor Por Juarez, Animal Rescue League of El Paso, Annunciation House, lots of different things that you can donate to. All right, go and check that out. We're, we're going over some of the articles that are available for you at Kale. LAQ.com and BuzzAdamShow.com. I've got one up where you can rent uh, a man-made cave and literally live under a rock until the election blows over. And this is being offered from Hotels.com. It looks like it's in the side of a sheer cliff face. Yeah, is the whole point it's not like cool. wired for internet or anything? I think like it, you're truly just... It's got electricity. I mean, they got, I, I've got pictures of the interior of the thing. It's a man-made cave. It looks like it's up around Farmington. And, you know, it's got beds and it looks comfortable. It's 50 feet underground. And they've got electric light. I don't know if they have a television or internet. I can't imagine they get any 4G down there, though. Uh, but they're only going to lease it, you know, to one individual or family or whatever. And the reservation is for all five days, but it's only $25 for all five days. So it's the un- under a rock reservation is going to be on a first come, first serve basis. And if you want to be it, if you want to get it, you got to be the first person to book it tomorrow at huh. 7 a.m. It's going to be free go. continental breakfast. Uh, it's got Wi Fi. It does have Wi Fi. That's what it says on the thing uh, free continental breakfast, free Wi Fi, and oh, wow. free parking. Are you checking out the? Are you checking you out park? I'm, I'm at the hotels.com link for it. Great. Are you checking out the pictures? Yeah, it looks awesome. Would you ever want to stay? Not not for this thing because you know you'd have to get online and beat everybody else. But after the hubbubs, would you ever consider spending the night in a cave underground? I, I think it'd be kind of cool, man. Yeah, I think it would be too. Farmington's not that far from Colorado, so if you do it, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they got a bunch of firewood. I guess there's probably like a like a wood burning hearth. It's got hearth, plumbing, whatever it's called. It's got plumbing. It's got a looks like a hot tub, but unlike the Flintstones, it doesn't have a miniature woolly mammoth whose whose uh, trunk shoots out the water. Hmm. But other than that, it kind of looks like the Flintstones. That's a little house. disappointing. Uh, let's see. What else do we want to hit? Is there anything I'm missing here? There's Monster Madness, stuff. baby! When does that first round wrap up? Because I, I, I've been wanting to tell you what my picks were, but I don't want to unduly influence the election. The whole first round ends <laughs> coming up Monday morning at 8 a.m. That's when that's when the whole of the, the actual first round ends. But, but today's the last day for that first... No, tomorrow is. Oh, tomorrow Yeah, is. I broke okay. up the first round into four different kind of sub-brackets. So the one that was released on Monday, that's Freddy Krueger versus Pumpkinhead, uh, Wolfman versus Norman Bates, Predator versus Alien, Jigsaw versus Ghostface. That one ends tomorrow at 8 a.m. I think I would go by which monster's scarier. In their individual movies, as can, opposed and, to which one would you be the most afraid of? Yeah, and you can pick any 
criteria you want. Because anytime you have a debate like this, people are like, well, well, so-and-so would win in a fight, or this thing is more terrifying, and this thing would just do this in a fight. Now, just pick whichever one you think is cooler, whichever one, you know, sometimes people actually root for the bad guy in movies. So which one would you root for? Or which one was gorier? Which one was scarier? Any any criteria that you want to use, go ahead and do it, and then go, go vote. All right, well, you can go and do that at buzzadamshow.com or klaq.com. Put your vote in, and then the uh, winners will move on in their brackets until we eventually get it down to the champion. And one of the matchups that ends tomorrow, it's really close, and one of the monsters was in a big lead early, but the other one has since come back and retaken the lead. So... Not too late to make a difference. Uh, All right. We're going to take a break here. And when I uh, come back in just a few moments, I was reading this story. uh, So Microsoft was going to start a push to recruit more uh, African-American employees in leadership position. And they're being, uh, they're being, there's a probe by the U S government that's going into it. Apparently, the president passed an executive order or made it an executive order that said that companies that have anything to do with the government cannot racially discriminate. And it's like, oh, you're trying to hire more blacks. That's racial. That's what racial discrimination means to the Trump administration is, oh, you're looking to hire more minorities. That's racial discrimination. So I was looking more into this and this thing. It sounds like what the president did in his executive order is one thing, but it's it's the exact opposite of what you would think it was. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Here's a telephone number. I'm going to give it out because maybe maybe we get some phone calls on this. I'm a little bit in the dark here on a post. Before we move on from KLAQ.com, I want to ask about a post, another post that, uh, or excuse me, an article. We're supposed to call them articles now. Yes. Or call article. I think anything but blog. <laughs> yeah. That's like the, that's like the no-no word. Uh, this is about uh, mas- uh, locally a massage parlor that was shut down while they're looking into allegations that they were not only running like a, uh, a sex business out of it, but also they had people from China who were uh, apparently living in the in the massage parlor as well as allegedly doing all kinds of sex stuff. So toll-free studio line is 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. So what does your article say? Because I think I have some bonus information on it. Well, that was really that was really it. It's just that um, they kind of moved in and uh, temporarily shut down the massage parlor because of prostitution. All right. They have some more details in the El Paso Times. It was a woman who was suspicious about an ad that she found on her husband's cell phone that kind of didn't start it all off because they were already investigating some of these businesses, but this is the one that really jump-started it. A woman came to the police about an erotic services ad that she found on her husband's cell phone. Health Massage is accused of offering sex services by Chinese immigrant women and was shut down Monday by a temporary court order. 
So I wonder if the woman told her husband first or if she just went directly to the police to find out what was going on. <laughs> it depends on how mad she was. <laughs> Health massage is in a retail strip. Uh, so I guess that means like a strip mall on Montwood by Yarbrough. Has been in business since at least 2014. The important lesson that we want to get across here is password protect your phone, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard all these stories, but the only time I've ever been in like an Asian spa, let's call it, I got to tell you, it it looked anything but sexy. It looked like there was no way there could be any kind of hanky-panky going on. I mean, Oh, it was, but did, little did you know. Is there more going on? Because years later, I... I talked to some guys and they were saying, oh yeah, that one's definitely one of the happy ending places. But this one, you know, it looked like it looked like a barber shop and, you know, because it had uh, almost like a barber, like a salon chair, I guess. There was fluorescent lighting. Go get it was some very of that, bright. Some of that boom, boom and yum, yum. And I'll get to the boom, boom and yum, yum in a second. You would not want boom, boom or yum, yum because... It was like a foot massage, and the women doing it were all like 60 to 70-year-old Chinese ladies. They looked like somebody's grandma. <laughs> they weren't dressed provocatively, thank God. They looked like the little lady from that uh, the Pixar short cartoon, Bow, when she's rolling the, the bows. That's what she looked like. I don't, I don't know what... I, she Probably. So anybody who's been in these, I was telling this to these guys. Hey, one time I, I went to one of these places, and it was just a foot massage. There was no way there was any hanky-panky. And they said, well, where was it? And I told them, and they said, oh, that's definitely one. I'm like, no way. What what goes on? Do they have a front? Is there like a front that runs <laughs> yeah, a legitimate business? Yeah, that's what you business? saw with all the little like old ladies. That are there. So you're saying there were young Chinese ladies Maybe further the, back. Yeah, you didn't say the code word to, yeah. get, to unlock that level. Yeah, you go in and say, can I get the boom boom number one? Okay, let me get to the boom boom. Um, <laughs> an undercover DPS agent went to the health massage location. Once in a private room, the undercover agent was told massages cost $50. Using hand gestures, because remember, these are, are Chinese immigrants. Uh-huh. All of them uh, document, but legally in the country, by the way. Uh, but using hand gestures, the agent asked the masseuse if she offered boom boom, meaning full service, and yum yum, Ooh. referring to, you know, oral. Uh, let's just leave it at that. If you had to do the hand gestures, could you do them both? Boom boom. Does boom boom? Boom boom. Now do yum yum. Boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't Man, know what I'm the hand it. gestures would be. But Anybody listening? I right totally now regret doing that. Who's on the not camera. in the Facebook stream? <laughs> you are missing out, man. I think that's probably what most people would come up with for the yum yum hand signal. So uh, the woman <laughs> allegedly replied that boom boom would be a hundred. I guess that's a hundred on top of the fifty. The agent left claiming that he didn't have $100, but that he would go back. I, I'm picturing Le, the, big, uh, the Big Lebowski. You know where an ATM is? <laughs> <laughs> the woman was later arrested on a prostitution charge, but it's only this week that they, that they temporarily shut down this place. 
Uh, inspectors found... Okay, so here's the part where it looks like these women are being brought over from China. I don't know if they're being held against their will, but, you know, if you're in a foreign country and you don't speak the language, you're kind of, you know, at people's mercy. But inspectors found clothing, groceries, and other signs that the Chinese women were not only working, but also living in the massage parlor in this strip mall. The women had immigration work permits, so they had work permits. It's just the work they were doing was not uh, legal. <laughs> Documents noted that investigators used the Google Translate phone app to communicate to the women in Chinese. All right, so if... All right. They're like, all right, can you answer this? Siri, Siri. how do I ask them what yum yum is? Don't translate yum yum. Don't translate that. Yeah, it was probably <laughs> would have just... It would be a fly on the wall or a... <laughs> Fly on Mike Pence's hair. <laughs> we haven't named him yet. He's just the fly. The fly on Mike Pence's hair. He needs a name, though. Here's what I'm asking for. And here's what I... I complete anonymity. You give us a fake name. I don't <laughs> need to specify. I could understand that if you know... If you're in the know on this sort of stuff, you don't want to be identified. But just tell me what actually goes on. Like, if you go into a place... The one experience I had, I cannot believe that there was anything remotely sexy going on in that place. But that might show just how little I do know. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the telephone number. It's 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. Uh, let me know how it works because according, <laughs> according to what I've been told by other people, like every one of, if you see like an Asian massage place, they make it sound like there are no legit Asian massage places that they're all from this kind of yeah. You're fronts, like, and I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> um, so if you give me a call, let me know. You know what's going on in El Paso at these Chinese <laughs> massage places. You can also, give us a fake in, name. It's cool. Yeah. Also, in uh, 2019, the El Paso District Attorney's Office was tipped off a calif. Listen to this. A California man who was married to a Chinese immigrant wrote mm -hmm. to the El Paso DA's office reporting that a Chinese friend of his wife had told him that she used to work at an unlicensed what? parlor in El Paso where women were forced to live in the store or salon, held against their will, and forced to perform sex acts. The old boom boom parlor. So the, so the guy found out from some other dude that that his wife was part of this uh, web of sexually oriented of, businesses. The web boom, of boom, boom, boom. The web of yum yum, probably. Um, the woman was afraid to come forward because she had expired travel visa. So I guess they've been looking at this thing since at least early 2019 and finally did something about it because a wife found an ad on her husband's phone. You know, you think you password protect that with a thumbprint? Nope. As soon as you're asleep, they'll take your thumb, put it right on that little button. Yeah. And see all your secrets. Uh, all right. Well, why don't we give a chance for some phone calls to come in? If anybody wants to go on the air, we'll keep your identity. You don't have. You don't even have to tell us your identity, and you don't have to say where it is. Uh, just let me know what what's going on. If anybody's got a story and can shed some light on this, please do. All right. 844-305-6210. That's 
And uh, we'll come back. We'll get to. Oh, we got one already. So let's go ahead and take one. All right. Let's talk to Nick. Hi, Nick. How you doing this morning? Doing good. Um, so, Nick, I was told that all of these places that you find, like at a strip mall in El Paso, if they're an Asian <laughs> massage place, they're absolutely like a sex business. Do you, do you can you confirm or deny that? I, I confirm that. Actually, I relocated from Dallas area like two years ago. Uh-huh. And um, as soon as I started moving around El Paso, and I noticed, and I was just laughing because I said, uh, I'm sure it's the same thing. I was telling the lady that I spoke to mm-hmm. um, that I have some customers in Dallas. And um, back back in the days, I was in the fashion industry, so they will come and buy a lot of uh, fancy, like Sandy, Chanel, like expensive uh, handbags. And uh, one time, I remember one of the customers calling me, and she said, hey, can you deliver to me? And of course, when you're selling a like $1,500, $2,000 bag, you, of course, yeah, sure, I'll bring it to you. And when I arrived to the place, it took me by surprise that it was a uh, spa, quotation, spa place. And um, it's just uh, very sad, and on the serious side, on the serious side, it is very sad. Oh, yeah. Sad. The, the way the way they live, my friend. I mean, they they had literally. I I, I witnessed this. Um, they had like ten chicks lying on a very small bathroom, and they tore. Cause uh, after that, I wait wait I Nick. I gotta ask you a question. Why, why did they did they give you a tour? Why did they show the handbag guy everything that was going on there? Because they make me come inside. That's like where. Oh, I heard you weren't supposed to. Like that's like their place. I mean, that's like their hotel room. Let's call it like that. Okay. So I'm not dumb, you know. I'm like making conclusions, and I'm looking around, and I see what's up there. And uh, one funny part about this, I had a, a person that it was also my customer, his wife, from the um, Muslim community, like a large leader. And uh, coming out of the place, I was like, the guy like almost died of a heart attack when he saw me there. Oh, my God. What are you doing there? Wait, so up front at this place, was it in a strip mall or what was it running out of? Just a storefront? They actually have like like an area, uh, which eventually I learned that it was like, it seems like I was the only guy in the world that I didn't know about that area. (laughs) Was this in Dallas? Yeah. Was Was this near Harry Hines? Yep. yep. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, I know that area. Uh, oh, I do know, you? Not, well, that's where Dave and Buster's is. Okay. <laughs> no, there's a lot of strip clubs there, for there, sure. There you go. It's yeah. like Emerald Street. That, you know the place. Very no, well. no <laughs> I don't. Never he been in one of those. He knows the place. I've never yeah. been in one of those places. Interesting. Yeah, but bottom line, and then um, I was thinking, like, these girls, they're working, like, you know, doing what they're doing, whatever, not judge about it, but like spending all this money uh, buying fashion and living literally like like animals, man, because they didn't have beds. They had like mattresses on the floor. Wait, so you're saying one of the, the person who bought the expensive handbag was one of these girls that lived on a mattress on the floor and was just living inside this one place? one person, but it was like several of them, several girls. Okay. So... Uh, Nick, I just want to know, like, when you walk in, did they have it disguised as a normal non-sexual business, or was oh, it pretty obvious? Not. Oh, oh no! Oh, no. All right, we lost We're Nick. We're getting a little too personal. Maybe so, yeah. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I want to get to a couple of these phone calls. 
and it's uh, people talking about their experiences with uh, massage parlors, specifically the Asian uh, spas. So, my one experience was a friend wanted to treat me and coworkers. There was absolutely nothing, uh, you know, sexual about this at all. So I show up. I thought he was going to take us to lunch, but it turned out he took us to like this Asian spa and they massage your feet. I don't know. It takes about an hour. It was very weird, but there was nothing sexual going on. And then years later, I was talking to, uh, again, I don't want to identify anybody, but talking to some (laughs) guys I know and they they were talking about Asian massage places. And I I mentioned this, that I went into it. It's like, well, they're not all like sex businesses. And I told them what happened and they said oh that one that i told them where it was they said that's definitely a sex business the massage ladies were chinese but they were like 65 years old let's talk to uh and these these could all be pseudonyms which is fine let's talk to henry uh hi henry what's your massage parlor story hey good morning guys good morning. well you know i started having back problems so you know of course i went to one of these here in, in el paso and I thought it was awesome because, you know, they get on the table, they walk on your back, they do the hot rock massage. So I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. So twice, no offers like that. Albuquerque, oh, my God, right there, so obvious. They're, they're dressed like in bustiers. <laughs> but but right away when, uh, you know, you go in there and you request, but, I, you know, when I was here, I always got the hour. There in Albuquerque, they camp at fifteen half an hour, and I was like, "No, I need an hour." No, half an hour, sixty dollars, half an hour. I was like, "Okay, whatever." You know, my back's hurting. Right away, she, someone comes out, grabs my arm, kisses me on the cheek right away. Oh my gosh! Takes me into the room. Okay, you know, I go down to my underwear, and she's rubbing my back, but you can tell it's like half-assed. Like it's not it's not a real deep tissue yeah, not a deep like, tissue massage or anything. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. So then she then she says, uh, can I take off your underwear? And I was like, Well yeah, okay, I guess, you know, I guess they're gonna do <laughs> Then but it's a small table. I didn't even notice it till later because when she says, Okay, turn around well there's nowhere like to rest my arms. So she sees that I'm kind of uh, hesitating, like where to put my arm, she gets me by the wrist, my right arm gets the wrist and puts it on her butt cheek <gasps> like and and then i was like uh yes she pulled down her bustier and plasters it on my face the bustier and that yeah the bustier so you know just pulls it down and and uh i was like okay and she, i go well how much so then that's when you start negotiating <laughs> and but, so I th- but up to that point, Henry, you would say up until that point when you said how much, you were an innocent party in this. <laughs> yeah, but I, well, I want to say yes, but I mean, when you he did that, you're like, okay, now something's going to happen. So of course, I went, went with it and everything, and I was like, oh my God, I'm telling my brother-in-law, is this normal? And he, he was surprised because we went together in but separate rooms, and he was like, this had ever happened to me before. But he so said that like, it never happened to him before? To him. To him, no. And he lives in Albuquerque. We were visiting. So it was a different vibe. It was totally a different vibe in Albuquerque. It seemed like there was a whole sexy thing going on, but the one in El Paso didn't seem, no, didn't seem sexy no, at all. I, I came back, and I thought, no, it can't be like that here. 
So I went to a different one, and I'm waiting in the room. <laughs> okay, at this at this point, Henry. Yeah, but, but I heard I heard a man offering a lady forty dollar happy ending, and the lady, no, no, no. He goes, come on, forty dollar. She was like, no, not here, no. And then so he raised it to sixty. It's like, no, sir, you need to leave. Okay. And, All right. Like, so it okay. sounds like they had some so uh, I, some integrity. Yes, it's just Albuquerque. Cause I <laughs> <laughs> That's God. That could be the that could we should work that into a motto for El Paso. Hey, we're not Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, so you know what to do right before a good concert there in Albuquerque. So <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right, thanks, Henry. You're welcome. Thanks for the story. Let's talk to T, who has a story about a massage parlor. T, was this? in the city of El Paso? Is it someplace else? Uh, it was in El Paso. And let me just uh, start off by saying uh, what an honor to get finally talk to you guys. It's, it's a great. I never talked to anyone in the radio talk. So oh. I feel like I'm talking to famous people. So. All right. Well, so, you're, you're, not. you're wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, T. Tell us about what happened. So my wife and I, so there we were. The day after our anniversary, which happens to also be my birthday, um, I never, uh, I never had a massage, neither has my wife, and uh, apparently I stuck at giving massages. So you listen, I told my wife, let's go get a spa, let's go pamper ourselves, let's go put cucumbers in our eyes, and all that, the, the whole shaboodle. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, so it was here in El Paso. We found a massage parlor. So I'm not, I'm not experienced when it comes to his, uh, spas or anything like that. So I just found, I googled one, went to it. Uh, uh, we pay for the, the couple one where my wife's on one table, I'm in the other in the same room. Uh, we're laying down. Uh, I thought we were gonna get like clothes to put on top of our clothes. I, I I wasn't expecting us to be naked. I was already scared knowing that my wife. Uh, she is super jealous. Um, she's Hispanic, so you know she's always there's, there's that jealousy that they were born with. So I'm like, man, these uh, I'm gonna get touched by another female and I'm naked. My wife's not going to like it. We're going to end up fighting on my birthday. But my wife says, it's okay. Let's just continue. So we're continuing. My wife my wife got the good masseuse who, like, you know, hitting all the spots. And I get the masseuse that knows nothing about massage. Like, I didn't I didn't get nothing out of it. So it was time for us to flip over. My wife had her eyes covered with a towel, and there I am. Uh, the closer the closer she kept getting to my growing, the more I was like, "Whoa, what what is going on? What is?" <laughs> Wait, but but your wife is sitting there with a towel over her eyes. <laughs> over her eyes, yeah, like she's getting her massage done by the, some of the jailer masseuse, and I'm here stuck with no cover in my eyes. I'm making eye contact with this female touching me. She's giving me like like those those I want to do stuff to you type of eyes. Oh and I was like, uh, no. No, I don't. I, no, I, I don't feel comfortable. Like she's getting closer and closer and closer to my groin, and I just, I, I couldn't take it. I, I'm faithful. I love my wife, and I know that if she went close to to the junk, close to the the, the no no spot, the no no square, I know I'm gonna end up fighting for a week. Uh, uh, so we ended up saying, I ended up saying, hey babe, let's go. I'm not feeling well. Uh, we ended up driving away. My wife was like, what's going on? You're still, you know. We were, I was having a good massage, and I'm like, yeah, mine mine wasn't good. Mine was different. And then, you know, I told her what was going on. We ended up getting in a fight, even though it wasn't my fault. <laughs> but you were the one that said, let's yeah. do this man. You're the one that called and said you wanted to leave. You, you did the right dinner. thing. No kidding. 
She should yeah, have so get... it, definitely, it definitely wasn't what? my fault. No. Like said, like, she, she probably thought I urged her to get closer to my girl. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. 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 That, 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 on her accord, I'm faithful. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like that. Please so I got a couple questions, uh, T, that I want to know. Were, were the women attract? Were they both women? Both of them? Is- they're, they're, they're both women. Uh, but my wife, she, hers, hers was like pretty old, pretty up there in the age. Mine was, uh, I, I don't know, probably like half her age, but still up there. <laughs> okay. Um, it was, it, it, it wasn't a good scene. It was, it wasn't a good scene. It was scary. Well, yeah, with uh, the wife the right scene, there, so- of course. I, I, my heart, I like. I was hyperventilating the entire time. So, like that massage, the massage date turned out to be a disaster, especially on my birthday. I got put on the doghouse. I couldn't sleep in the bed. I slept in the couch. <gasps> it was. Hey, guess what? You are not the a hole in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's that's what I told the wife. I, the whole week I was buying her flowers chocolate and then she also got mad because i fluffed her up because you know chocolate uh, she 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 wants to like she's on a diet by right. like, giving her chocolate cheesecakes and i'm fluffing her up now she's mad at me for oh. that and on top of that the massage T, one week. more thing did did the did the masseuses seem to be as far as you could tell maybe uh immigrant workers from china um to be honest uh they they so they did. Mm-hmm. They had the 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 broken the broken English. So I, I'm assume so they were. It just it was. I, I just didn't really pay attention to where they really come from. I was just I was just focused on trying to get a spa day for, with yeah. my wife. But then all right, yeah, but. moment of truth. <laughs> tea, and then I'll let you go. Uh huh. <laughs> did you get aroused? <gasps> Uh, 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 it was natural, okay? It was natural. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. Right. It's no a judgment. response, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, no an involuntary, it's an involuntary response. You're right. All right, mm-hmm. T, you're a good guy. I can tell you that. It's, oh, yeah, it, it's natural. We're on your side. Don't worry. All right. I, okay, thanks, T, for the call. Uh, thank you guys. Right. Have a good, you guys have a good day. Thanks for sharing. We're talking. Poor talk- guy. He was trying to be the good one. We're talking yeah, about this to let, let his wife know that the four of us kind of have his back on. Yeah, we're on his side. This is all uh, based on a bust that they did uh, where they shut down a, a massage parlor. Sounds like it's on the uh, on the east side, but that would be pretty bold. Is like, oh, couples massage here. Let's cover the wife's eyes while I, while the other girl goes to work on you. That would. Really, you'd have to have a lot of nerve to pull off something like that. Someone called in and said they couldn't go on air because too many people that he knows listen. (laughs) But he says that a friend of his goes to one on the east side. And the perk to that one, aside from the full service, is you get a coupon for the Chinese place, Chinese food place (laughs) next door. Ah, (laughs) How much off? I don't know, but it's a coupon so you can get food at the Go Chinese get some yum yum, then yeah. eat some. That sounds delicious. And he's like, I can't go on air. Cause Did you say get some yum yum and then, then some, some dim sum? <laughs> Respect. All right, we're out of time for great. today. Have a great one. BT will be here tomorrow. Yay! One of my, our favorite comedians and uh, a guy that I've actually known since high school. BT is going to be here tomorrow. So we're going to have that coming up for you in a big Friday show. We'll talk to you then. So long.